This is LabCast, a podcast about the medical laboratory science profession, brought to you by MedLab Convo. episode with LabCast. We are super excited to be here as usual and we hope that everything has been going on well for you since the last time we're behind this mic. I'm sure no one has studied for an exam without using any material such as notebooks, YouTube videos or textbooks. Even our lecturers don't come to class without studying using these materials. Textbooks are not only helpful for students but also helpful for new teachers and old teachers with their teaching courses. It acts as a guide for the syllabus material they have to cover in the entire academic year. Textbooks help teachers to design the lesson plan and enable a hassle-free teaching and learning experience. Textbook contains comprehensive information about a course or a subject that a student needs to get through the academic year. There is a popular book amongst medical laboratory students this book is popularly called Oche. I'm sure everybody knows this book. This book has made so much impact in my course of study. It's one of many books that has that's detailed on all the aspects of medical laboratory science. I know I'm talking about medical microbiology, clinical chemistry, histopathology, and hematology. It's a very good book to be read for professional exams. Today, we are discussing with the author of Theory and Practice of Medical Laboratory Sciences in personal, Dr. John Okeleke Oche. Welcome, sir. We are so happy to have you on our podcast today. And I'm sure that our listeners are happy to have the grantor of Medical Laboratory Sciences, as we're fondly called. So right now, I'll be reading the citation for Dr. John Okeleke Oche. Born over 70 years ago, Hails from Isele Uku Anocha, North Local Government Area of Delta State. First Primary School, St. Paul's Catholic School, Isele Uku, 1948-1963. Second Primary School, completed primary school education at St. Patrick's Catholic School, Okepadre, Ibadan, in 1954. Attended Loyola College, Ibadan. 1965 to 1960, he passed out in Division 1. He joined the Western Nigerian Civil Service in 1962 and with others was sent to Asaba when Midwest region was created in 1963. Joined the UCH as a medical laboratory technologist in 1964. Completed his training as a medical laboratory scientist at the George Hospital London in 1971 after successfully obtaining the Associate Diploma in Bacteriology of the Institute of Biomedical Science of London. Returned to UCH same year as Medical Laboratory Scientist too in the Department of Medical, Lab- Medical Microbiology. He got married to his wife Mabel in 1972. They are now blessed with four children and now four grandchildren. Doctor obtained the fellowship diploma in histopathology of the Institute of Medical Laboratory Science of Nigeria in 1976. 
He was redeployed within the Department of Medical Microbiology to start the Special Treatment Clinic Laboratory. In 1980, he received the WHO Fellowship Grant to do a course in gynecology at the National Temperance Hospital, London. From there, he proceeded to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, Atlanta, Georgia, USA, for advanced courses in clinical bacteriology and laboratory diagnosis of sexually transmitted infections. He studied the Master of Science degree in microbiology from the University of Ibadan in 1985, took voluntary retirement from UCH in 1988, traveled to Saudi Arabia in 1988 to become the chief medical laboratory scientist in Bausna Specialist Hospital. In 1989, he joined the Sultan Kabul's University College of Medicine, Muscat, in Oman as a superintendent in medical microbiology teaching laboratory, while dubbing as a chief in diagnostic laboratory. He was the pioneer coordinator for the DSC program for medical laboratory science in the university. He obtained a PhD degree in medical microbiology from Pacific Western University in 1998. He returned to Nigeria in 2006. He joined Bowen University, Iwo, as senior lecturer in 2007. He left Bowen in 2008 for the Association for Reproductive and Family Health to help his friend, Professor Ladiko, to manage the laboratory and HIV AIDS program. He went back to teaching in 2013 at Bakok University in Sheremo, Ogun State. He joined Leeds City University, Ibadan, in 2021. He's currently the head of the Department of Medical Laboratory Science of the university. He is still imparting knowledge to future medical laboratory sciences. Dr. Oche is the principal author of the very popular book, Medical Laboratory Science, Theory and Practice, and sole author of Medical Microbiology Laboratory Manual, published in 2018. Dr. Oche is a seasoned medical laboratory scientist to the core. He has been a diagnostic medical laboratory scientist, educator, academician, a researcher, and a mentor to a good number of people. Dr. John Oche easily endears himself to people around him. He's a complete gentleman. Welcome once again. Welcome, sir. We are so glad to have you here. Okay, Fibon, okay. thank you very much. <laughs> yes, sir. So we see that you were awarded the ISN Lifetime Achievement Award for your immense contributions to the medical yeah. laboratory science practice in Nigeria. Congratulations, okay. sir. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Congratulations, sir. Yeah. What inspired you to write this textbook? Are there gaps you saw that needed to be closed? Okay, you mean about the textbook, you know? Yeah, what inspired you? What would you say was your biggest inspiration for writing this textbook? Uh, okay, let me tell you, I'm, I'm very passionate about imparting knowledge. So while I was outside Nigeria, I was I had a lot of time in my, my hands. I was there without my family. So I closed work, nothing much doing. I said, okay, let me start use my, using my time for something else. Then he called them and said, okay, there's no book except a baker. 
you know, introduction to medical technology, medical laboratory technology, Baker, you know? Yeah, Baker's on Yeah, yeah, incidentally, Baker was my lecturer at Hammersmith in London. So I said, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, so let me let me do something. So I was at, you know, just longhand writing something. Then my colleague, one day came in, I started hiding what I was writing. Then she said, what are you hiding? What are you hiding? I was hiding it. Then eventually, you know, you know, ladies, they are very inquisitive. She said, okay. I want to know what you're writing. So I showed her. Okay. She said, oh, my brother. Then she also started writing one in, in India before she left. Oh, she was sent for her first. You know, I see two of us were in charge of the teaching lab. So that's why we said, I said, really? He said, yes. I said, okay, send your files. So the husband sent the files to her. Then we sat Then we started writing. I must confess that was, my inspiration was to have a textbook that the students will love to use. You know, that's just my inspiration. And since I had plenty of time in my hands, I said, okay, let me continue. You know, so that's where, you know, we, we embarked on, on that project. Okay. Wow. So, so what do you what do you recognize as your greatest challenge in producing this textbook? I'm sure you had several challenges, okay. several things went down. But what would you consider as your greatest what, what do you recognize was your greatest challenge okay. in producing this textbook? That's a very good question. The book took us six, seven years to write. About wow. seven years. That's you know, we had to, we, yeah, we had to close the work at five o'clock in the evening. So we had to stay back in the lab, you know. You know that time there was no internet, <laughs> so we had to go to the library to do a lot of reading. But luckily for us, since we were, the, we were I was in charge in the of the teaching lab, so I had a lot of textbooks at my disposal. But it took us a lot of reading to build up your ideas. If if you pick up a topic, you know you want to do a bit of re, uh, research before you write on that topic. So it took us a long time. Like I said, there was no internet that time. Computer was just coming in. Okay. So um oh, that been hard. Yes, I know it was hard. Very you tedious. Know. Very tedious. So we, first of all, we are being longhand, long, you know what you call longhand, that's writing ordinarily. Before I we eventually got an Indian secretary, begged her to help us to be typing, you know. And by that time we are using this we are, we are using this uh, this sketch, not um what you have these days, you know, the floppy disk, you know. Oh, yes, yeah, so it, it sounds very ancient. I remember now. from my computer lessons, I never saw one. You see, see so, <laughs> so that was the biggest challenge. So, but because, like I said, I was there alone, my colleague also, she was in, in Moscow alone, her husband was in India. So, so we had time after closing work, we stayed back, we worked till about eight. I lived in the campus. No, she she lived very not very far away. She will drive home. I will drive home. You know that uh, took us such a long time, but um, it's persistence actually. You have to persist because two of us had the same type of goal. You know, uh, I wanted something that be useful to students. You know, so at the end of it, another challenge was how how do we publish this book? Okay, <clears throat> we don't know how what we have done. So my colleague's husband contacted the two professors in India to review the book for us. He did, he compared it with three other similar books. At the end of it, according to the two professors, our book was the best out of the wow. three books. 
But the only, wow. the only, the only comment was that we, we had no colored photographs. He said, but content-wise, the language it was good, so we should go ahead. So that 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 was what encouraged us to go ahead. So the bigger challenge was putting the book together and not giving up. You know, not giving up. You know, so yeah. we say, okay, for about six months we will forget about it, then we we'll continue again, so on and so forth. But thank God, um, can you believe that book is old? Is old now, but I'm I'm happy that it's still useful to people. You know, the, you see? Yeah, it is. Yes. It is at least to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm waiting for the young ones to write another one now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is part of the questions we are going to ask you, sir. Because currently, we in my school, we use your book. And in most schools in Nigeria, we use your book. But yeah. I was wondering also, you talked about having a challenge in publication. Did you have, did you, did you experience any difficulties in publishing your book? How did you get okay. your book to, you know, different okay. schools in Nigeria and maybe beyond? Okay. Let me see. When we are about to publish... Tata McGraw-Hill was in New Delhi, India, and I contacted a Nigerian publisher, Wisdom Books, in Ibadan, here in Ibadan. So we drew up an agreement with um, Tata McGraw-Hill. The agreement, I stated clearly that the Indian publisher should publish for Asia and other parts of the world, but not for Africa. That the Nigerian publisher will publish for, publish for African market. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Nigerian publisher, well, as I'm talking to you, I don't know where he is. He took all my manuscripts, everything. He disappeared. Whether he's dead, I don't know. So, oh, that's, but before yeah. that's bad. Yeah, well, that's Nigerian yeah, for you. Yes. So I contacted. I said, listen, if you could not, if you could not publish, let me con connect you with the Indian publisher, so that maybe, maybe you can, you know, come a sort of a collaboration with him. And publish, they publish, then you can market in Nigeria. I connected him with um, Tata McGraw here. You know, Tata McGraw here is a very well-known international uh, publisher, publishing yeah. publishing hand. So, the nice thing he wrote to me that uh, uh, he was not happy the way the Indians were, the company was talking to him, that is where he's, he would do it himself. I said, hurry up, because this was year 2000. The Indian publisher, Tata McGraw has already published but you have not started anything, you know. It was by 2001, I couldn't lay my hands on this man again. I came back where he used to stay at Liberty Road in Ibadan. He had disappeared, or what happened, I don't know, up to today. So he went away with uh, my manuscripts, everything. So I had no choice. So we had to rely on um, the Indian publisher. Until one day when I came back to the country in 2006, I went to one bookshop in Ibadan here, and I saw the book. Ah, I demand, how did you get oh. this book? <laughs> yes, he said, oh. Yeah, he said, oh, he used to go to India to buy it. I said, really? Oh. I said, so, he, oh, the man was asking me, do you like the book? <laughs> I smiled. I smiled. <laughs> I, said, I, I said, um, I'm the publisher. He said, no. I said, okay. I don't have to prove to you, but I'm just watching. He said, really? He said, he said, but he bought it from me. I said, yes, it's so published in India. And I gave her the, I gave the, the gentleman my, the background. Still, he was very doubtful. But I said, okay. Was that really a shock about. to him? Yeah. <laughs> I I said, yes. a real shocker. After some years, my child came back from, from to Nigeria. I found that the book 
was highly parated everywhere. Every after I'm talking to you now, I'm not making a cover on that book. It's being sold oh. everywhere. But my joy is that yes, I don't make a cover on it. You know, in fact, our publisher in India, my colleagues were trying to you know sue them now too because they've not paid us royalty for some years now. Okay, and yet. Wow. They are still reprinting, they're still reprinting, which means they are selling, you know. Yes, but they've not given us anything. So my and colleagues, my you are that, the loop. yes, they're supposed to give us at least 10% of whatever they sell. But for almost seven years now, they've not given us anything. That's okay. Like I told my colleagues, my joy is that students are enjoying the book. That's our main purpose of writing the book, you know. And so and then writing the book was not to make profit anyway. I was, I, was, I was not writing the book that I make money out of it. So my son, my second son used to laugh at me. He said, Daddy, you, don't have, you are not a millionaire and you don't want to make money from this book. I said, I said, I said to me, don't worry. Since students are enjoying it, that's all I needed, you know. So up to today, I even I tried, I went to CAC. You know CAC? Yeah, yeah. Corporate Affairs. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it reported that my book was being parroted. They said, no, oh, I should go and make the inquiry, make the investigation myself. I should go to Onicha or Yaba in Lagos. And that's where they were parading the book. For me to start going around, what for? They said, it's their job. So I said, I just forgot about it. Forgot, forgot about it. So I didn't bother to go to anywhere. So that's that's the um, long, long and short of the story. So the book is being published everywhere here and there. I don't know, but at least students enjoying the book. That's my that's my joy. Okay. Wow. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, um, so are there any specific qualifications before anyone can write a book, a textbook that that will be accepted oh, oh. across the country? Ah, okay. No, no, no. Writing a textbook is your passion. One, two. Writing a textbook. When I say passion, you are not going to write a textbook in order to make money. Okay, because you, that's your passion will be dampened. Okay. But your passion is that you want to impart knowledge. Okay? You yeah. want to impart knowledge. Okay. Don't forget that um, when you write a book, you are not reinventing the wheel. So all you are trying to do is to, okay, what those Indian professors told us that our book was written in a very simple language that anybody could understand. You know, I think that was the major thing they pointed out. So you, you, you don't have, you don't need to have any good quality, as, as long as, as long as you can speak good English, <laughs> because you are going to publish in English, isn't it? <laughs> you have, to, as long as you can write good English, you know, you can publish. Even, even as a secondary school student, if you write very good, you can publish any book. Okay. But be, because textbook is a textbook, it's a professional book. You have to make some little bit of research. Okay. Like, okay. This book, I'm happy that you still, be, but you find that most of the, Fast there, most of the fast there are being not outdated, but are no longer in use. You see, today automation is the order of the day, and yeah. we didn't write, so, yeah, we didn't write so much on automation that time. Okay, so if anybody is going to write on that or in, revise this book now, it must lay emphasis on automation. Okay, but luckily for us, again in Nigeria, even in India too, people are still doing a lot of manual and um, analog. So. So we are still okay, you know. But yeah, the book is still very much useful. Yeah, the qualification to write a book is your passion. Finish. That's your qualification. Okay, okay so <laughs> there is no like commu um, count um, committee 
sort so, sort of that that requires like oh this is what you need for you to like be able to distribute your books around the country. There is no council like that. Something. Uh what well, you know? Okay, when you you know your your audience, whom are you writing this book for? Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I'm. I told the Tata McGraw that I wanted to publish for African market. Okay. But unfortunately, the Nigerian publisher disappointed me. So, but again, from even from my Tata McGraw-Hill, this book is being read in, in East Africa, is being read in West Africa, all English-speaking areas. Even it's so popular in India. My colleague, she she has migrated to Canada. She's now, you know, she's a professor in Canada. She was surprised one day. Student came from Canada and uh, from India for her masters in Canada. And she was talking to her, okay, because she was in charge of her foreign students in Canada. He said, oh, what book did you use for your, this? oh, the, the guy said, oh, Che and Colacta. Uh, she said, really? <laughs> then she, she asked her, do you know Colacta? He said, no, we don't know her, but oh, the book is so nice, that's what we use. So she, and then she talking to her. Then she introduced herself. <laughs> oh, the girl was so excited and so on and so forth. Which means India, Pakistan, the book is being read. Like I said, I met somebody from uh, Kenya. He said he knows about the book. Okay, so I think uh, we've um, achieved our aim to you know, impart knowledge to every part of the world, you know, at least especially Africa. That's my own, especially Africa. And since all the English-speaking um, people in Africa know about the book, I met some lab scientists trading in Cameroon uh, recently in UCH, Ibadan. So. Of course, they mentioned my name. They were all excited. They were using the book in Cameroon. I said, okay, you know. So that's it. You know, before you write, you want to know the audience. Who are you writing the book for? Okay? You see? So like me, I was trying to write for the student medical laboratory. And I'm colleagues too. Because, well, again, I thank God, even when you have finished as a student, somebody told me that she's using the book as a reference book in her laboratory where she's practicing. There's some... Some techniques, you know, she just refers to the book that you, know, you get. This. And so, um, but uh, my primary aim was to write for students. Okay, so you must know your audience. You must know your target uh, audience. Okay. Wow. Mm. Okay, yes. thank you, sir, for that response. I just wanted mm. to add that if the, if the book had a strong patent, you would have really made money with this kind of reach it has. But anyways. Now that we know that one does not need any elaborate qualifications, mm -mm. you just like you said, you just need to know your target audience, narrow yes. down on who you who, who you want mm. to write for, and obviously yeah. have a good command of English so that people will be able to understand your book. Yes. At the end, yes. Said, can you run us um, can you run us down through the steps? You know, from research to final distribution. What final is, distribution. Okay. Yeah, from research to final distribution, what are maybe the steps in between? Okay, the steps in Like I said, it's persistence because uh, it, it can be very tasking. You must have the time. Unfortunately, right. I will confess to you, I've tried to do a revision of the book. I collected, I gathered a, some young professor, everything, but up to now, they, they cannot because they don't have the time. To write a book, oh. you need persistence. Okay, I agree in Nigeria, there are many distractions in Nigeria, a lot of distractions. Okay, maybe if I was in Nigeria, I wouldn't have been able to write the book, maybe, you know. So you have to have that zeal, that 
persistent um, spirit to continue, to continue. And these days, luckily, well, maybe it's an advantage. You can search for any information on the internet. During our time, we have to read, go to textbook, go to journals to read, you know, and so on and so forth, you know. So the step is to write the book. After writing, look for a reviewer, somebody to review the okay. book for you. Okay. Somebody has to review the book, and you have to be very careful about plagiarism. Okay, plagiarism, plagiarism. Yes, like I said, writing a textbook is not um, inventing the reinventing the wheel. For example, uh, what's your option? Are you a medical microbiologist? No, I'm not. Okay, well, what do I, what's your specialty? Chemical pathology. Very good. You want to now talk on the procedure to. Um, do blood sugar, okay? Uh, if you want to do blood sugar, what is the method you are going to use? You are going to use the enzymatic method, okay? This method is there, but you now can write this same technique in your own language, okay? Yeah. We are not going to tell you, you are not going to change the address if it's zero, two, two microliters or 10 microliters, the same, but you are going to now write it in your own language. Yeah, I think okay. I understand you. you. You're saying you don't you don't need to invent, reinvent anything. You just need to break it down yes. in your own time. If I'm going to write about Gramstein, Gramstein is Gramstein, okay? Um, um, Christian yeah. Graham, who invented it, um, he's he the method, the method is there, you know? So we are not copying anybody, but Graham, that's technology, that's the methodology of the inventor. You have to put it as it is, okay? But... When describing the principle of gravity, you can do that in your own language. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> so these are the steps. The Like I said, at the end of your hard work, you have to get somebody to review this book for you. The reviewer must very, very objective to critique the book for you. Must very objective and tell you the shortcomings where you have done well. If there's anything for you to improve upon, you have to do that. It's after that that you look for a publisher. Okay? It's look for a publisher. Well, um, both of us were actually we were very naive. Well, that, that I would do anything. So we couldn't <laughs> negotiate. We couldn't negotiate with uh, the publishers. They say, oh, we we'll pay you 10% uh, or whatever we publish, whatever we sell. But there's no way you can say, oh, they they were print they were uh, printed a hundred copies today. And there's no way. Yeah. If they printed one thousand copies, so we sold only ten copies. There's no way to find out. So you take, you take okay. whatever you take. So <laughs> that is a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a big problem. I know I know a young um, writer in Nigeria who published something, and he said she was he was going to print and sell. <laughs> I said. My brother, it's not easy to you to be selling, no. It's not easy. A publisher who has his own salesman, they have their own marketers. They'll be able to do that. But the trust is what matters. The trust is what matters. Yeah. I told you I published another book. One small um, um, book, um, um, Medical Microbiology. Uh, Microbiology uh, Manual. Manual. Uh, laboratory Manual. You see, I'm just writing to the publisher. A learning solution in the world here. I said, what I've not heard from you now? Where's my money? Where I won't you sold anything? <laughs> okay. You see, so you know, sometimes, you know, is this is that where the human nature comes in? 
how do you trust this publisher? Or how do you trust this person? Okay, if it's okay, I publish and I'm going to print and sell myself. It's hard work doing the marketing yourself. It's hard work. But if you had the time to do the marketing yourself, all well and good, you know. But me, I don't have such energy. So I just write. Okay, I have I have some small screw that maybe when I retire finally sometime very soon, and when I'm alone doing nothing in the house, I start to bring out some things I, I have in my head to start writing something, you know, to keep yeah. myself busy. To keep myself busy. Okay. So these are the steps you take, you know. The first step, the first step is to conceive the idea in your mind. Conceive the idea. Yes. What am I going? I'm going to write this book on chemical pathology. Whom am I going to help with this book? Yeah, who's your target audience for the book? Okay. So that's the first thing. It's after maybe it's going to take you one year, two years, three years, then you now look for a good reviewer to help you review the book. That's another very critical step. After reviewing the book, okay. Then um, you look for publisher, or you are going to <laughs> print it yourself and sell. That's left to you if you have the energy. Because I know marketing is not easy. Marketing is not easy. It's not. Because, not. It's not because if you have a 24-7 job to do, you cannot be leaving your work and going to UI UI bookshop to talk to the manager to take your book or go to another bookshop. It's not, it's not easy, you know. I know, sir, sir, I know, I know, sorry to cut you short, but I know some authors, though, that they are lecturers in school. So what they do is that they get their school to approve their textbook. So their textbook becomes yes. the approved book for the school so that students don't have any choice that to buy from them. Yeah. Or maybe okay. they just, um, maybe not necessarily yes. force it on students, but they appeal yes. to students' conscience. Like in my students, a textbook like that, they appeal, okay. you know, this book is good for you, buy it, and then we just all yes. buy it. And then we're proud, so it makes good money too. Okay, I know. You, you know, like I said, I don't know, maybe it's my nature. When I was in Babcock University, they approached me that I should go to Babcock Press. But I was worried about the copyright, you know, because we had this agreement okay. with Indian publisher. Okay. If that Nigerian publisher was um, available or was exist, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe it would have been easier. So, to get copyright from the Indian, we have been trying to do that. They, they, they refuse to release the copyright to us. Okay. In fact, my son says, You are the author of the agreement, daddy, do it. I said, but I don't want any legal entanglement. So, yeah. Because they wanted to say, Okay, they will, they will publish in Bangkok and sell. Even in this city where I am now, I told them, If you are going to make sure, please, you are going to sell only to this city university students. And they said, Okay, maybe they're going to do that now. Okay. I agree with you that. Uh, um, there's some people write if they're in the academics, the university they belong to will publish and well, like you said, not for the students, but maybe them to buy the books. Yes. The, the university give them reasons to buy the books. <laughs> okay. Whether it's useful or not. It's as happened I know somebody has done that, you know, people have done that. But sometimes I don't know. We have a different um Ways of doing things, you know. So, yes, yeah, a good idea. So maybe, sure, maybe, sure. yeah, maybe uh, if we're able to get our um, copyright from um, Tata McGraw Hill in India, then I, I can see sell it to any Nigerian publisher if they want to. But you want to? I was talking to my friend. Okay, both of us. She's not young. I'm not young. If we can, can we manage to do some a little bit of revision, you know. 
of the book to add more things to this. I agree we are thinking about that. Since Niger I, I gathered some Nigerian professors to help, but they've not been able to do that. So I, I don't blame them. They always have distractions here and there, so they cannot sit down to, like I told you, writing a textbook is mistaken. You have to be you know, committed and okay. have the time. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right, sir. Because we're we're glad to hear that you uh, you have plans on the way to review your test because it was actually one of the questions we are going to um yeah. we're going to ask you. So we are really pleased. And just like you said, there are opportunities for young medical laboratory students or maybe prof um, okay, not students, professionals, young medical laboratory yeah. professionals who might want to contribute, especially concerning the automation part you mentioned. Yes. We'll, yes. We'll just we we'll just have to sit tight and wait for the revealed yes. edition of the book and then whoever is interested anybody listening to us now whoever is interested to work with dr t you can hear his open <laughs> collaboration yes, yes. <laughs> so, yes, yes. so that that yes. takes us to the next <laughs> takes us to the next question which favor um would be taking okay okay yes sir so seeing how like how the book is has been distributed far and wide and so did at any point was there any time that being african or nigerian posed any particular challenge to you with other mm. competitors like textbooks was there okay. anything like that okay. okay thank you very much i i wouldn't say so so luckily the reviewers of this book were three professors in india okay and they compared this book to two indian textbooks and one british textbook that the, the U3 test book to, you know, okay. compare a book. Of course, many people don't know, except if you, if you read the back of the book, you know that I'm from Nigeria. In fact, so Nigerians as well, that they know that ah, I say Nigerian, you know, since the other one is Indian. But you, I told one of them, if you read the, the author's uh, background, you know that I'm in Nigerian. Okay. So, because it was, it was reviewed in India, maybe that was the help. Okay. Because all the reviewers were Indian professors, okay, and uh, so I did, we didn't choose any Nigerian uh, professor to help to review the book. Maybe that herself, but I don't think so. All we are looking for the content of the book, okay. Like I said, I'm sure those uh, people reading it in Kenya, they may not know Nigeria, okay. Yes. They may not know India, but the book is useful to them, okay. So like I said. The target changes was African and Asian students, not British, not American students. Right. What I'm saying. Our target audience was African students and Asian students. Why? Because we felt you don't have many textbooks at like that time coming out from this area. Okay. okay. Except, uh, yeah, some Indians were published, but some of the, some of the published books by Indians were some of them were a little bit. Up to not up to standard, but but now you have some very beautiful people coming out from India. Okay, but at that time, 1998, 2000, it wasn't so. Okay, it wasn't so at all. Okay, so that was okay. Most African students, especially Nigerian students, Indian students, Asian students, really Indian students, have something they can call okay. This is a language you can understand. This language it is not a yeah. um, difficult English language. Okay. So yeah. I don't think there was any type of discrimination. But if you go to Amazon, you know Amazon? Yes, sir. The, yes, yes. the book is there, complete. You know, somebody has just advised me 
I should approach Amazon to start selling it for me. I said, okay. Oh. I, I, I will think about that. I will ask my second, my son, who's a lawyer, to see what you can do about it. So yes. I, really, I really think you should take off the marketing of your book. Yes. <laughs> I think it's can worth you? stress after, after all, because yeah. I mean, you put in effort into it. A lot of effort. Yes, I know. But, you know, so um, if anybody can market it, I was surprised. Somebody told me, I came into moving to Amazon. So I was like, You say your book is there complete. I threw it through, I opened them, I went there. <laughs> you had no idea. I have no idea. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm old school, so I don't, um, <laughs> I don't go into it. But I was surprised. It's there completely. And I called my colleague in Canada. I said, Ah, you know, this book is now Amazon. He said, Really? I said, Yes. I said, okay. That's really you that you're in. Okay, she's been in India and she's also been teaching. You know, I told her she's, you know, most of the her syllabuses and and um, the curriculum, you know, she tried to put it together. Well, from this end, I also put something together. But I know we, we just, this was two weeks ago, we were just exchanging meals. When we're having, because we're having issues with Tata McGraw Hill, they're refusing to release our, you know, copyright. Because we told them, if you're not paying, if you're not paying us, then give us our release the copyright to us, so that you can so sell. Look, you are looking for another publisher, you know, or um, well, I'm giving you a secret now. Me being in Nigeria, <laughs> I'm being in Nigeria. My friend, my colleague said, Ah, we don't need them. We don't need their money again. I said, Ah, I need the money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I need the money. I need the money because they're going to they're going to pay in dollars now. I said I told my colleague no, if they pay us, so don't reject it. Don't, we should not reject it. Too. You know, you know. She said no. They should release copyright. Okay, I said okay, release copyright. But the one if they are going to pay us, I don't know. Please, don't stop them. Let them pay us. <laughs> well, that's my secret in my own mind. Said, ah. My colleague is in Canada, enjoying there. I'm in Nigeria. I'm not <laughs> too comfortable. So if they pay me, I, I would be, be happy. But in any case, seriously speaking, we just discussed it about two weeks ago. It's okay. You said, okay, not, not, we're not going to go into too much details, but you saw a few chapters of new current uh, topics, you know, how to eat. Yes. Okay. So, that but, would be nice. You know, we are, we are worried about copyright. It's an international issue. It's a legal matter. If we, if we go ahead and do that without Tata McGraw releasing the copyright to us, it's a very serious matter. So we are taking okay. it. So we are waiting to hear from them. We will contact some people in India to talk to them. So I wanted to hear from them. So that's it. Okay. Oh, so we perfectly understand. And we hope the copyright issue is sorted out. Um, Amen. I hope so too. So I hope so too. So, so that you too. can begin your marketing proper. Yeah. And thank okay. you for sharing that first-hand information <laughs> with us. <laughs> okay. okay. So, so aside your the challenges you had in marketing your textbook, the copyright mm. thing, and then people pirating your textbook, would you say mm. um publishing a textbook or writing a a medical textbook is a lucrative business? Um okay, at the beginning I said sometimes. You write a textbook not primarily to make money, okay? Not primarily to make money. Anything, whether it's law, whether it's medicine, listen, because you are writing the textbook because you want to impart knowledge. That's your primary something. In the process of imparting knowledge, of course, you make money.
because it's your sweat. It's your property. Okay? That's your like property right. That's your property. It's your own. Because it's like you are building a house, okay? You build a house because you are going to live in it, isn't it? But even the person after, after building the house, now you want to sell the house. You are going to make more profit, isn't it? Sure. Make money. <clears throat> so this one's also your, your property, okay? So what happens? Yeah, thank you. So what happens is this. If you write a book, like medical lab says now, it will make money for you. It will make money. Okay, this book we're talking about, it's not only medical lab, it's a medical lab um, science uh, students or people use it too. I met um, somebody in a Greek. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said, I saw with the book. He said, ah, that's information is there. I need there. So I was surprised. Somebody in a Greek using part, part of the book and so on and so forth. So writing the textbook can be lucrative. Can be lucrative. Again, it depends on the marketing. It depends on the marketing. Okay. If that's why sometimes it's good to have a good, well-known publisher to handle it. If once you say that, oh, this problem is publishing the book, there is no much good for them to accept to publish it. Okay. So that's the thing. But don't use that uh, the profit or the money part of it to be your primary um reason for writing the textbook okay all right sir so dear listeners if you're hoping to secure the bag <laughs> writing a medical textbook is definitely not the way you can hear the purchase said your main aim should be to impart knowledge the money might yes. come later if you market yes. well all right that thank you true. sir thank and you we very have much just one more question for you yes okay okay sir so what advice do you have for intending African authors who would like to, to take on the part of like writing? Okay. That's because like I said, that's you know, to be a good author, you have to research properly. Okay? You have to research properly. And this age and time where many information you can get at your fingertips by holding the smartphone in your hand. You can um, source anything. If you are going to write any book, make sure that there will be something that, that stands this apart from others. Make sure that the book you are going to write has certain qualities that may going to stand it out, you know. Because like I said, information is everywhere, okay? But you have to write a book that, yes, somebody reading it will feel, oh, I'm getting something out of this book. Because that's your topic, that topic you are right now, maybe somebody else has written about it too. Okay. okay. Everyone's I'm saying. So it's yes, like, sir. even at this level, if you go to some textbook, you see it, if you are going to do Kempath, okay, maybe there's some book you see on Kempath, and that author has written about it, but you have to compare, which one do you read and understand better? Okay. okay. So if you are an author, you have to make sure that your people, whoever is going to read your book, will understand it. Don't use very ambiguous, ambiguous words. Especially if you are writing that for a Nigerian, African, you know, we're not to impose. So if you're writing for a, a simple English, I always tell students, for example, you know where the mistake comes. Many people yeah. make very long, 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 long sentences. If your sentence, sentences are very short, okay, 
use your punctuation very well. You know, you're very, very, um, you know, um, really, um, readable. What readable. Okay. Don't make very long sentences because when you make long sentences, sometimes in a long sentence, the meaning is lost. Okay. The meaning is lost. Make a short sentence. Okay. So that, yeah. So if, if you're going to be an author, like I said, Make sure you are going to do something with your book that stands apart. Stands apart. That's all. We go and read in the go and read in the famous book. Is that, that that book is very good? Or go and read it in the, um Obani Obani's book. You know. So that is the only advice I will give. You know. That's the only advice. I give, you know. So if you are going to write a book, make sure that your book is sort of I wouldn't say unique because there are many other books. But stands this attack. Okay, and this one book we're talking about. My book, for example, you know Monica. Yeah, Monica Chisbro. Chisbro is there. You have a, a okay a Baker is there. There many others. Okay, in fact, there are a lot of them now coming from India. Okay, you see, most of Indian Indian books are very colorful. There are a lot of beautiful colors here and here and there. Okay, but the content is what you're looking for. Okay, the content is what you're looking for. And you don't see many books that contains all the options, all the specialties. That's what I mean. Not many books will contain hematology and bronchiology, will contain medical microbiology, contain parasitology, contain virology, contain histopathology, contain cytology. Not many books. That's why, in fact, when we were trying to ask a student, maybe like you people, would you like to have this book in two volumes or just one volume? I'm asking, you know, look at two of you now. Um, I asked this, is it good to have this book in one volume or two volumes? Okay, let me make one one um, student, an Igbo boy, you know. He's a very funny guy. I met him in a conference. He said, Oga, if you want to make money, make it, make it two volumes. But if you want to help students, leave it for one volume. I said, yeah. He said, yeah, the two volumes will fetch you more money now. But if you want to help students, leave it one volume. Because from 300, you go, even when you when you specialize, you still continue to refer you to the book. You know, mm -hmm. I said, okay. You see what he said? If I want to make money, I should make it two volumes, like uh, Monica. But if I want to help students, I should just leave it at one volume. But I said, yeah. okay, when the time comes. Because you agree with that, you know. <laughs> Do you agree with that? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, uh -huh. I understand. You agree with your own volume, Abby? No. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I think it's not a bad idea to. Huh? Say it again. I okay. Say, you go first. Okay. So I just wanted to say that, but then a volume that includes the automation part will not be bad. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Of course. Very useful right now. Yes. Yes. Um, well, we, if at all we're going to do it, when we we're going to add all these new things, don't worry. It's going to be a thorough job if we start, you know. I answer. I don't think. I don't think including making it more colorful is a bad idea either. Because I know there is a textbook I read in my third year. I bought that yes. textbook because it was so colorful with the textbook. So I like the feeling of you know seeing know. the colors on that textbook. Yes, <laughs> I know. You know these days, you know things have changed. You know, you know, don't forget this book. This book was published in the year two thousand. How many wow. years ago was that? Uh -huh. So, so, so uh, having colored uh, this was not easy. Okay, well, not easy. But these days, 
computer can do anything for you. Okay. And that was what actually the reviewers pointed out that you didn't have colored um, diagrams or anything. We only did that like that. Okay. Okay. But well, that, that one, we, we are aware of that. We take, if when the time comes, we, we take note of that. Thank you very much. Eh? Okay. Okay. So thank you so yeah. much, sir, for. Yes, for being with us on this podcast telling us about how you were able to um, mm -hmm. publish the book how everything went down we're so so grateful to have you it's yeah. a pleasure it's a pleasure and also, and also sir i wanted to say thank you i know you already know but thank you so much for writing this book i especially <laughs> like how simplified the book is and yeah, okay. i'm waiting for the revised edition thank you so much for persisting <laughs> okay. through the challenges too we really I, appreciate not just me, yeah. a lot of medical advertising students. Yes, okay. we do. Thank you very much. For this professional exam, we have everything in one place. Like okay. Okay. okay, thank you. And I challenge you, young scientists, to hurry up and do your own writing too. Eh? It's a big yes, challenge. Sir. Don't worry. I know, like I said, if maybe when, when you travel outside Nigeria, you'll be able to do that. In Nigeria, let's say, a lot of distractions. No, no electricity, no this, no this. I know. But what does our country? What can we do? It's our country. <laughs> we continue to pray to be better for us in Nigeria. Okay? okay. Thank, yeah, you yes, sir. Thank you very much. Wow. This has been a very insightful and interesting conversation with Dr. John Ochi. No doubt, he did justice to that topic of writing a medical textbook. I especially like how he simplified the whole thing. Like, don't you see how he just broke down the whole concept? If you had been thinking of it as an impossible task, now you know better. But hey, knowing is not enough. You just heard him challenge us to, do, to start adding to the knowledge bank. So if you have any solid plans, ideas, contributions, suggestions, you know, whatsoever concerning what we just discussed or concerning his textbook, reviewing it, reach out to us, please. Who knows? We might be your genie and putting a word for you. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. We're so happy to have you guys on board and would appreciate your suggestions, comments, questions, whatever you have for us. Do you have any topics you would like us to talk about? Just send us a mail at medlabconvolabcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast for beneficial content. And you know the vibe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about our podcast because we're here to open your eyes. Stay tuned for the next episode. You then see us.